1: The Israel Report for the latest news and insights with Anthony Reich. It is a 7 of 47. Anthony Reich, a very good morning. How are you? Yes, Um, we are taking a deep breath and we're feeling like we're getting back to a sense of what we were accustomed to in a way before this tragedy unfolded before us over the weekend. Um, what's strange for me, Howard, is that yesterday and today, <clears throat> I kind of, um, in the minutes before coming on the air, I'm still not, not quite sure what I'm going to say to you guys. I don't know how I'm going to put my arms around this. Usually, I like to be relatively in control of what we're going to talk about, and we have a relatively um, um, organized structure that we like to to follow. It's my style. I'm finding myself here again this morning, like yesterday. I'm kind of winging it a little bit. Not really sure what we're going to talk about. I have a few things in my mind. Um, I suppose we're going to bounce off each other a little bit in terms of what we're going to talk about. I'm going to listen to um, what it is that people want to want to hear. Um, so we're still in a state of shock um, here, mm. but regaining regaining the uphand hand and. There are a few things that I really wanted to say to listeners. Um, the first of which is that what we found on Saturday when all of this tragedy unfolded was what I would kindly call a momentary lapse. It's a momentary lapse. Um, that momentary lapse is costing us in an unbelievably expensive way. Um, there will We will not come out with less than a thousand people dead from this tragedy. currently they 're talking about at least nine hundred. It will certainly cross the thousand barrier in the near future. Two thousand seven hundred people injured um, six hundred and five people hospitalized at the moment, of whom four are considered to be in a critical condition and another 155 considered to be in serious condition. Um, we now have a name for the operation. Swords of Iron. Operation Swords of Iron. Haravot Barzel. That is the name of the operation. And it's quite interesting that the name has been um, given to the operation. I have no idea where it came from and what the logic and why um, the name was given. But I can give my own impression about the name. And it's interesting that this is Swords of Iron as opposed to the Iron Dome. I think the two go together because the Iron Dome, Kipat Barzel, is a protective cover. Mm -hmm. Swords of Iron are not. Swords of Iron are an attacking strategy. This is not about defense. This is about attack. And we are we are showing ourselves to have both Kipat Barzel, the Iron Dome, and now Swords of Iron, both together. They operate together. They are linked to each other. One being um, a defense, and one being an attack. And Swords of Iron is about attack. This is different. The world is a different place for Israel since Saturday. And um, the way in which things are being done, the way that the war is being conducted, is really different than anything that we've done before. I will give you an example.
0: Mm -hmm. It was
1: Israel's usual strategy to use roof-knocking before letting bombs out in attacks that were carried out over Gaza. Roof-knocking means to let um, a, a certain missile go onto the roof, which doesn't do any damage. It doesn't cause any um, loss of life, but it is a warning. It's a roof knock. It's exactly that. Mm, it's mm, just mm. a knock knock to say, be aware of the fact if you're in this house, if you're in this apartment, that you should be getting out soon because the next knock that is going to come is a knockout. And so that strategy has been used over – Lengthy periods of time during numerous operations that Israel has conducted up until now. And even though the roof knocks have been used over the last few days, and I saw an article saying that there was a roof knock that was used on a, a property that was adjacent to the hospital in Gaza, a roof knock was used. But as a general rule, there is a lot of, there are many, many attacks which are being carried out right now without roof knocks. The gloves are off, guys. The gloves are off. Is that perhaps what has surprised Hamas? Because yesterday they put out a statement saying that uh, if Israel bombs civilian or or places without adequate warning, uh, they're going to start executing hostages. Right. So So, so does Hamas not like the change in rules? Um, the, the rules have changed substantially. I think Hamas are feeling very, very um, knocked out over the last two days because after the euphoria that they felt on Saturday, and let's be honest, that lapse, which will come under significant scrutiny, and I'm not going to scrutinize it here today, that lapse mm. was, I think, even surprising to Hamas, the extent to which yeah. they were able to, to take advantage of that it kind of feels like 911 in terms of how surprised they were at the success that they were able to to, to 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 generate in that moment and i don't think that they had any um i don't think they had any inkling of how successful they were going to be um in that moment it reminds me a lot of 911 in in the way that that euphoric um Um, Attitude Seemed to come through On Saturday Um, An unofficial report An unofficial report Has said That approximately 1,500 Hamas terrorists Have been executed in Israel Mm. Between Saturday and today 1,500 People who were Running around freely In Israel executing people going into private homes, going to parties, and killing Israelis. So far, so far. And I have to emphasize, it is unofficial, um, but it gives people an understanding of what kind of an attack we were under on Saturday. I also, Howard, want to talk about, um, with your permission, an email that I received from Ruth. And Ruth poured out her heart, and she said that she is concerned about the Gaza border. And there seems to be no protection. There seems to be no protection for us at the moment with the border fence damaged. Terrorists can keep on infiltrating Israel. I pray that Hamas will be obliterated from the face of the earth. That was what Ruth wrote mm. to me yesterday. Mm. And I'd like to address that because I think many people are feeling concerned and exposed. About what's going on in the the border fence. So, Ruth and other listeners, you should be reassured that control of the border fence has been completely regained, that there are no Hamas terrorists infiltrating Israel. That is an official statement that has been released from the IDF, and that is certainly the feeling that we get. Um, when we look at the events of what's happening right now. So the border fence issue has been resolved for now. Clearly that border fence has shown weaknesses and we will have to come back to dealing with the weaknesses of that border fence. But at least for now, the border fence has been completely put under control and there are no Hamas terrorists infiltrating Israel. We've regained our control over that area. And I think that we can all feel reassured, not only you, but us living here can feel reassured that at least that stopgap, that that, those whole 29 fence uh, violations all in all, 29 places where Hamas terrorists were coming through the border fence, that has now been resolved and, and, and there are no infiltrations currently being experienced through the border fence on the Gaza border. And one of the other things that I also wanted to share with you um, was the welcome that our reserve soldiers have been receiving wherever they go. People are out on the streets with their flags waving, throwing food packets of crisps and sweets and bottles of water into the tanks and into the jeeps as they drive down the road towards their combat mission and this is such a heartwarming scene to be able to witness how our soldiers are being received. This is the largest call up of reserve soldiers in Israel's history. In Israel's history there hasn't been such a huge call up of reserve soldiers and we've seen them being welcomed with flags, with music, with dancing, with Sweets and, and chocolates and food and water being thrown at them in order to wish them well as they go towards whatever lies ahead of them, which we have no idea what it means right now. And not only in Jewish communities, but Druze communities also throwing water and welcoming signs at our soldiers as they move through the Druze villages in the north and um, also welcoming The idea of soldiers, of course, many of them drew soldiers themselves, but so welcoming. And I I had just a momentary feeling of such good feeling in my heart when I see these scenes of how our soldiers are being welcomed across the country um, as they go to battle. Um, We are being warned by the Home Front Command that we should prepare our bomb shelters. I I wanted to ask you about this, this this, um, asking people to prepare their bomb shelters for a few days of food. Is that about Hamas? Is that about Hezbollah? Is it about
0: the unknown?
1: Um, I think more of the unknown than anything else. Um, There have been skirmishes with Hezbollah in the north. Yesterday we unfortunately lost a very, very senior ranking lieutenant colonel, IDF soldier in Battles on the north with Hezbollah. I don't think that that means we have opened a front with Hezbollah. And interestingly, the USS General uh, Gerald Ford is visible off the coast of Israel, standing by. For the first time in Israel's history, a U.S. warship is in our territorial waters, ready for action. More than 50 aircraft and more than 2,000 operational staff ready to go to action in protection of Israel, if needed. And then the US uh, military warned Iran, don't you dare get involved, because we are ready to respond. So I think that that is really a message to Iran, saying, don't get directly involved in this, even though Iran is clearly involved uh, beneath the surface. Um, But in terms of um, the preparations that the Home Front Command has asked us to make, I think it's more about the unknown rather than Hezbollah, rather than Hamas, rather than anything in particular. But we are being asked to to be ready for, for a, a, a protracted battle to brace ourselves with, for what comes next. A ground invasion of Gaza is almost inevitable. inevitable. Antony Rakh, stay safe, and we will, of course, chat to you tomorrow morning at 7.45.
0: That Israel report was brought to you by the Blue Agency. Your Israel property is in good hands. dot com.